0: We are back here, lawyer talk, off the record. I just saw some pictures. We got to talk about them. How talk many, about them. What's going on? You are you in the days of full blown. I mean, look, by now there's no secret what's going on here. You are in the days of full full blown growing. I, look, I'm not a connoisseur of fine weed, but I assume this is the this is awesome stuff. Yes. And how many pictures you got over the years of this stuff? What you see right there. All right. So yeah. this is my pet peeve. This is uh, now, before. This we is play, weed porn. This is weed porn. I like. It's that. exactly what High Times needs. Is before before we talk about this, I have to give my standard spiel on this crap. Every kid and their mother now, in high school, in junior high, they carry around these phones, and they take pictures of everything. And if they're dumb enough to take pictures of everything, it gets even dumber. They post them. They post them. They post them.
1: I've had a guy that, that this great kid used to work for me, who's got in trouble. Actually, I brought him in to yeah. see you once, and I seen these posts incriminating himself.
0: Right, lunacy, lunacy. I get. And look, I guess what's his name? I mean, a there, swimmer got in trouble, right? There's like
1: what Who's five, the, five, six photos Phelps.
2: there. Phelps, yeah. Phelps, he, uh, taking, yeah, he Remember,
0: take yeah, that, that bong ball, hit with the ball, yeah, right, pulling tubes, and this is the Olympic champion, right? So yeah. it's, it's. I mean, look, if you're a girl and you want to send a little coochie coochie to your boyfriend, <laughs> you know, get a Polaroid. Or don't be fifteen. <laughs> or don't be fifty, and that's a crime too. It's like these kids <sighs> yeah. with their child porn. Yeah. They don't even realize they're committing child porn offenses yeah. every day. When they're sending their dick pics in their little, uh, those coochie, coochie pics the heck out of me for my kids. To their boyfriends, who then share it with the football team, and next thing you know, you're the you're the uh, the pinup girl. Yeah.
1: Where we had live plants or anything, uh, there were no cameras. This and this is prior before we had cameras on our phones, or yeah. even if you had a phone, people would have cameras, and there was absolutely no way. You're like I no way, fight. Well, one good thing is i had a high school buddy of mine went to school for photography um and and in high school he had a job at at was moto photo or is a one hour photo somewhere there just so everybody knows that he had a nice book of everybody's nudes because if you dropped your nudes off to get them (laughs) developed and we would ask him all the time you got any new ones got any new ones and he had a he had a a photo album (laughs) And we'd go over to his to his place, and we flip through the photo. I'm like, "Oh man, you got to see the, these three here." And he kept them all, good, he, bad, the, ugly. the good, bad, the ugly. He he, <laughs> he made them all, and, and just and he would tell me that he's like, "Just so you know, you ever take a nude of your girl, he was like, duplicates will be made." Mm. And, That's awesome. and it wasn't just for him; it was for everybody else that worked there. Of course, right? I mean, it was so there. It's
0: like he's doing it. Every, everybody else is doing it. So your pictures are everywhere. This is how oh, it happens.
1: No, oh, that's how it happens. This the
0: release sex tape.
1: That was before that. Yeah, it was, it was always a good joke. I mean, that was one of the things we did. When, Can you imagine when was, that job? Went over to his apartment. You know, the first thing we'd always run over to do is run over what you got and, and grab the album. Any new ones in here?
0: Man, I remember one time I was drunk as a skunk at a high school party. Um, not too drunk to realize they were taking pictures. I was so pissed. And then there's this picture of me sitting in a bathtub, sticking my tongue out because I was drunk and... I ended up with the picture. I got that picture. I don't know if I ever got the negative, but it's just like, what are these people thinking? I remember thinking this is so absurd. We're all drunk. We're all underage. There's probably pot. Although I, it just and you guys are taking pictures, like the consequences here are insane, and you're documenting it.
1: We did, and the the photos you saw. I mean, what's there? Is there like five or seven of them? Something like that. Not many. No, no. You yeah. only have yeah. a few no, in there. There's, just, mean, there's yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just a few in there. So and I was like, this is like, you know, that wasn't some of our prime. I mean, it's all nice. Well, but, it, 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 but it's but but some of it was was, was nice. So we have yeah. a
0: photo album labeled Amsterdam. I
1: don't know what that is. That's,
0: that's uh, no, those photos were taken all in Amsterdam. These are all Amsterdam photos. All right. So I'm looking at, this is all the products of your efforts, so to speak. And where's the one with the Coca-Cola can? Oh, here we go. Oh, this is a nice little bucket, too, there. On a platter.
1: I like that. On a platter. We had a Christmas party once. And uh, throughout the house, we had volcanoes set up. I had three of them set up throughout the house, which are the high-end products there. And I had, volcanoes? I had trays, like silver trays. And on it on the top, I'd have big, nice cola buds. <laughs> and then I'd had a whole pile of of, of, of rolled up joints. And then we had some ground, and we had just and it was there. And I remember, I it's got to just reek. It was right? it was these 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 Christmas parties were, it's like they, 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 were stuff, right? they were they were great parties. And I would use invite, you know, and usually every year is the same group of people. But every now and then somebody would be like, hey, do you mind if I bring somebody? And it's like, you know, if you're gonna vouch for me, you can bring them. And I remember a few times I would hear people, they're like, there's, like, there's weed everywhere. Like, He's just got it setting out. Like on this one tray, I had probably about a quarter pound just laid out there. And then people were like, well, what's it for? And I heard him say that. I was like, man, help yourself. It's he was like, What? I was like, you know, I was like, well, don't stuff your pockets full. I was like, but you know, feel free, man. Yeah. Merry it's Christmas, Christmas, brother. It's, uh, then, it's as you, as you oh, blow man. your nose in a hundred dollar bill, <laughs> some of this is big enough you
2: could have put a tree, that you could have put Christmas lights on it. Uh, been done. It's
1: been, done. Been, been done. Man. Been done. We have we have decorated uh, a plant with the Christmas lights. You decorated know what that looks
2: out. like to me? That looks like a a weed cover covered uh banana.
0: I mean, it looks like it this belongs in like uh, a magazine. Oh, for sure, like a high times or yeah, something. High times, yeah. or whatever. So, but this—I mean, just to bring it back home, this is the stuff that landed you in my office, right? I mean, that's the—that's
1: what got me here.
0: That's what got you here. Um,
1: when they went through uh, the house, they didn't find that, and I remember we had it labeled Amsterdam too, and 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 because they took—they took a lot of our photos. They took some photo books. We got some of them back, but they—they they went through. I mean, they, they loaded up vans. We're so the personal it. product.
0: What's the date we're talking here?
1: We've covered this once. Probably. We're June, 2000, oh, 2009. So back summer. in
0: 2009, June-ish. Maybe um, July, actually. So they come in, and th- maybe just so, why don't you tell us? They don't come in and just, uh, like with white gloves on.
1: No, I th- and I do believe that one we 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 talked about them them going through the house how how I yeah, looked out because because yeah. it was a Newark SWAT team mm-hmm. yeah. uh, they were very polite very nice oh, that's right. yeah, you every that. every it, some of the houses that got hit were they got destroyed uh, I would have to say that I was think that I was very polite it helps I, I you know I mean I wasn't jumping running around acting crazy I I knew why they were there I sat down I pointed them in the right directions
0: yeah hey, you must be looking uh, for
1: this yeah you, you know days before that they had uh followed we had talked about how that surprise party surprise where the right. cornfields. you know my brother had picked me up and we had loaded up a number of guns into my car and i wasn't able to drive at this time so he's driving me around and we go to the shooting range so they go in after that, and they'd been checking in the shooting range to find out all the ammunition that I buy, the guns that I bring in. They're looking at their video. They had, you know, they had gone in there and searched that, so they knew my arsenal. Mm. So that when they came in, it was very easy. Yeah, Which is we- another lesson to be learned. Guns and drugs do not mix.
0: Oh, I no. just, They do not mix. And it's So here's what, here's what everybody thinks. Here's, here's an idea. Let me get a lawyer perspective. I always ask this question. It's like, do you have any guns in the house? Because I can usually tell by talking to somebody that they're probably not the kind of folks who are using the guns to defend the drugs. Which is why they have the law. Which is why they have the law. But it's like – lawman fed fed man don't care yeah. it's like you got guns Does next to the door yeah.
1: i would have never shot anybody they came in to rob me i would have let them take it i'd have grown right. more
2: right well there's a difference between having guns sitting somewhere like in a safe that you like collecting guns and shooting guns i understand but there's a difference between that and we've had drug cases where they got a gun you know within five feet everywhere in every room so if it comes to the door i'm shooting away i've had know?
0: people actually draw their guns on the play because the, they didn't know is the feds coming in and the feds break down the door and they got a 40 pointed at them and you know imagine the, and our first call is always to like the whoever the lead agent is hey what's up agent whatever agent orange you got tell me what's going on well, your guy drew a gun on us. I can yeah. tell you that. It's like, <laughs> all right, well, no. I threw my percussion grenade in there. And, uh... and if it's federal, I start thinking, yeah, see, there's these things out there. They are called the federal sentencing guidelines. And, you know, the guidelines, it used to be that if you if you had a guideline, that was it. That was your sentence. You couldn't do anything beyond that without really, except you were locked into it. And uh, as soon as you start adding guns, it gets really bad. As soon as you start adding prior convictions, it gets really bad. Yeah. As soon as you start adding huge quantities, it gets really bad. And if you draw a gun on the feds, they don't like you, so they're going to kill all of it.
2: It always surprises me, though, because I'm like, a gangster trying to rob you is not going to throw a percussion grenade through the window.
1: They didn't do that on me. The good news was is that uh, my my brother had been there, and he was he was working in Kentucky. He painted cars yeah, at this point in time. He worked at an auto body shop. He'd been up for the weekend. And uh, he left for work at probably about four in the morning. Didn't lock the front door, so it was great. They they just came in the house. They didn't have to kick in my door. Uh-huh. Yeah, they just they just were able to walk into the house. Yeah. They just walked the in.
0: You're lucky they tried the doorknob. So this is this is maybe where we're going with this. I mean, we have told a lot of the different. We've told how it was how you grew, how you got started. So I mean, there's more to come on that too. We've gone after the fact, and we've gone well, we've bounced around, but yeah. I think as the tale sort of uh unfolds here, we haven't really gotten to we talked a little bit about how you got to court. We talked a little bit about how we how the charges. were. I can't remember exactly where we left off, talked about how you met how we met, and we were talking <laughs> to Shorty and mm. you had different lawyers at first, then you got the real deal here that was self gratuitous so, you know, I did that that was <laughs> yeah. of the time um. And uh, you know, I think we even talked about your pre sentence investigation process. But I'm going to explore some of this some more because you got the cops in your house. Here's federal marshals, federal mar, and these are federal and task and force
1: bad, people. bad to say DEA. Right. I saw DEA and federal marshals, and I was like, oh, where
2: right. does your mind jump to? Uh, I'm not getting out.
1: Yeah, no today's the day yeah uh, here's where everything's at there's no more um, christmas parties it's it's it's, it's yeah it's yeah. Yeah, there's no more christmas parties mm-hmm. we should have well. stuck on those those were great stories <laughs> boy that was good time. we're gonna do a christmas <laughs> version we're gonna do a
0: christmas <laughs> release yeah. it's special we'll keep it in the but so we're back secret we're, stash we're gonna keep we're gonna create secret, secret stash, stash is, is, look at that is the hidden
1: stash i had a i had a sauce at the barbecue, called the hidden stash. I think I had it, and uh, it was great. Now, because hidden stash um, amongst people that, that that partake in marijuana, it's always like, I know he's got some hidden stash, or you always have to have a hidden stash, something on the side. Right. And uh, I like my barbecue sauce a little bit hotter than hot. Oh yeah, and uh, which I'd made um, made the barbecue sauces, so I had one there that was hot. And some people were like, Yeah, I think of a little more spice. And I would always say, I got some hidden stash. Because I, when I would make it, I would make a batch for mainly me. So then people start liking the hidden stash so would put it out. Now.
2: This isn't the same as the one. At,
1: at one point in time, one of the DEA agents asked me, He was like, Do you guys really have a sauce over there called Chronic? I said, No, but I've got the hidden stash. <laughs> <laughs> and, he laughed, and then after after the whole thing there, I was going to come out with a new sauce. It was going to be called Confiscated. I do believe it was, uh, it, was uh, it was the Confiscated Stash.
0: The Confiscated, confiscated stash. And, stash, and it was just
1: going to be an empty bottle <laughs> that always set out there. It was like that sauce was good, but what was the name of the one with the, it anymore.
2: with the with a gun? It was a hot sauce you made. It's awesome hot sauce oh, you made the, it for me a couple of times. Two dollar pistol.
0: Two dollar pistol. Yeah, $2. It's, $2.
1: it's hotter than a two dollar no, pistol. That's I right. Love it. Yeah. yeah, that stuff
0: is excellent. Well, how did – we got to talk about sort of how I guess at some point everybody wants to know what happened. I mean here we are, more than a decade later, or so. Um, how did you get along? How the feds treat you that day? Were they cool to you? Or were they dickheads to you?
1: They were. They were cool for the most part. Uh, you, once
0: you had some head trauma.
1: I had. I had. I, and. Uh, I played to the head trauma to the, my best ability, uh, which, how so, which right, well, I mean, right now, up, right so. now, I do have. Uh, I've only got a low. I got like ten percent hearing in one in one of my ears. Um, it, it is fresh. I did go through head trauma. I did have memory loss. I did have a lot going That's through there. So Absolutely. your head was
0: shaved. You had this huge sort of hook shaped scar on the right side of your noggin. Yes. Do we have that photo up on our Instagram and Facebook? Not yet. Okay, Not yet, it's yet, coming. But it's coming. It's, it's, it's there.
1: All right. And I, I couldn't hear. And one guy was giving me orders to do things, and I, uh, I guess I wasn't quite there. And that's whenever you know I got thrown up against the wall a couple times. Well, you got, and I was like, and I asked him. I said, "Can you watch my head?" I said, "Man, I've severe serious trauma. I mean, it looked enough to where, and then throughout the day, it was bleeding. When I got to Butler, one of the COs there asked me. he was like, "Did that just happen?" Like, was yeah, that, look was, what these was, dudes was, do was to that me. today. Yeah. I was like, no, that that was not today, <laughs> but it feels like it was today. I got so you
0: played it up. I mean, what did you say?
1: I just I I played dumb, like like you were like like a head trauma guy. I mean, you know, I just uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, and it's like somehow it makes it better if you, you play dumb. You know, I mean they they they. they yeah, what did
0: they say? Didn't some guy say something? He's Watch got mushhead. He's, he's like, got-
1: he's like. I heard him walking down the hallway, and he's like, I got three of them in there. One of them's mushhead, <laughs> and he's like, mushhead. He's like, yeah, he going to a head trump. He dumped a box of rocks. <laughs> and when I heard, heard him saying that, I was like, okay, I, I'm, they're buying the act. This is going going right. well. Well, gonna... you know, he, uh, maybe they put me in the infirmary, You know, I mean, maybe I get maybe I don't to yeah. to General pop.
2: So we're being clear. You, you don't know, have much I mean, head at all, but you know, you're just playing into that. Role.
1: Yeah, no, I, playing. I couldn't hear him. Was the honest part okay. about it? Okay, was that he's mumbling and it's uh, like, can you talk into this ear? I've only got one that can hear. Yeah.
0: Well, and then Shorty called. This is so we we can take up the story here. <laughs> it's <a> much head, mush head, much head <laughs> <much had>. <laughs> yeah, for him. Um, she didn't tell she might have told me you had mush head but I don't remember she's like I think he's gonna be really hurting because he's got this head thing and she maybe even showed me pictures I don't remember
1: well that's what they had said they had told me they're like don't fall in the tub they're like they're like right now you, you you do not need to to watch your head they're like don't fall that was when I when I left the hospital oh, the doctor said the don't doctor fall the said don't fall in the tub don't get in a bar fight
0: you know what they call that you know what lawyers call that the eggshell skull yep that actually goes way back. So it's, if you kick somebody's ass who's got an eggshell skull, it's still your fault if that person dies because of the eggshell skull, even though you wouldn't even know. So you had the eggshell skull.: Yes. So it didn't sound like they cared too much.:
1: No, they didn't care. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't care at all. I mean, it, it, all in all, cordial, you know, I, but I've always said this, your fights in the courtroom. That's something else everybody right. else needs to know. Your fight is in the courtroom. Uh, these men are there to collect evidence, uh, to to get you to talk. They are there to do their jobs. And so I'll always be as polite as possible. You know, we can talk about barbecue, and we can talk about Buckeye football if you want. Yeah. But other than that, you know, yeah. I didn't have much to say.
0: Well, if I could be a fly on the wall or, or if, I, if, Jeff, if we were at every arrest like this, you would just say, shut up,
2: man. Don't say anything. Don't,
0: Don't say, anything. say anything. Don't yeah. say anything. Don't. You know what, man? People call me in the middle of this all the time. Hey, I, you know, I got your name or I heard you here and I know you here. or I heard you on the radio and I thought I would call you. Whatever it is. And I can't, believe it or not, I can't stop them. They are still going to search your app. Well, That's what's... They are still going to do what they do. My advice is always the same. Cooperate. Do not say a word. Tell them you want to talk to an attorney before you say anything at all. Now look, you have the wherewithal to talk about barbecue and the buckeyes. A lot of people just don't see it that they they get so scared they start talking. Now if I had a buck.
2: It's amazing.
1: And I would say that to them. I would say I'll talk about barbecue or buckeyes, but if you want to talk about anything else, I don't have anything to say, right. you know, yeah. just, just.
2: but you knew that without, I mean, you've given that advice to somebody and then looked at the discovery or the police reports and things like that a month later. And you're like, I, I, I freaking told that guy not to say anything. And he spilled the beans on everything. Well, One they, of-
1: they asked me what was at a house. I said, I have no idea. I was like, what do you mean? What house? They gave me an address. No, I knew who lived there. I was like, yeah, I know the guy that lives there. They're like, what's in the house? I was like, he's got his living room and everything, and then they, <laughs> well, then, they kitchen, then they laid, then they laid down some photos of the house and of me leaving the house. Oh. They were like, "You've been over there this many times," and I was like, "Yeah, that was that was the Lakers game."
0: I was like, we were watching the Lakers. <laughs> See, this is this is screwing up, th- and, is screwing and, up big time. Yeah. My, I, I'm I'm starting to squirm because I hate this. You know why? Because you're lying. Yeah. Just, Just don't say anything. Here's, here's yeah. the deal. Now it's funny now, but it's like I people call me. This happened to one of my good friends, a friend of mine, who calls up and says, "Yeah, they want to talk to me. This house has been burglar burgled or robbed or something happened, and they want to talk to me." I was like,
1: "I did not. watch the Lakers game.
0: Well, I'm sure." <laughs> so it's no. not. See, he's always got. to <laughs> We're going to talk about the they truth. Watch the Lakers game. The whole truth. <laughs> And then we'll talk about that later. Anyway, so we uh, – I was like, all right, man, just don't say a word. The cops are coming. Don't say a word. Well, they're going to arrest me. Of course they're going to arrest you. They think that you did a burglary. Well, they're going to uh, – Can I just – what if I, I say what this? What if I just say? What yeah. if I just this – is, this, is, this is the worst. If you're thinking I can bu- bu- always bu- just bu- say, bu- don't do it. Just shut the hell up. Tell them you just talked to a lawyer. They're going to call me. You know what they always do. Who would you talk to? Yeah. I don't know him. I don't know who that is. Huh. Maybe he does some criminal work. He told you what? All right. We just wanted your side of the story. We just want to make sure that you can go home today. But if you're not going to tell us your side of the story, we're going to have to hold you until we know your side of the story. So then they talked.
1: First one on the bus. They like to drop that. Look, uh, first guy on the bus. First guy on the bus to be the snitch. (laughs) I told him, I said, I don't have a ticket. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't even get on the bus.
0: <laughs> so if people would just listen, that'd be great. Now, what you're talking about is lying. Now, I get it. You did see the Lakers, but you you didn't tell them about the photos we just saw, right, or the other stuff. So yeah. it's like there is this notion like it's the truth, the whole truth. Because uh, yeah. what happens is I get somebody who's lying. Now they're engaged in a cover-up. And the cover-up often is worse. Because, one, the police don't like it when you're covering up. The prosecutors don't like it when you become a liar. Your kind of lies were funny, so you could get away with it. I mean, you were tongue-in-cheek playing with them. Like, look, I know you got me by the short hairs here, but. That's where I was at. What's happening? Yeah. Everything was a smirk. Yeah. yeah. What I'm talking about I was is, at the Lakers
1: game. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Rolling in the eyes. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> so, that, I mean, I get that. And you had the kind of, I know the guys who in your place, they they might appreciate that kind of humor even, but. If you're if you're out there thinking I'm just gonna lie my way out of this as the feds are entering your house, it's like they know more than you think they know. Well that's that's a good question.
2: So you're sort of hit with this, they come through the door. Was there anything that you were like, holy crap, you guys know that?
1: Once they came through, as I'd said before, a neighbor had tipped us off.
2: Yeah, I, I and um, he came to the barbecue right after, about the
1: Yeah, after yeah. we talked about that, I was uh talking to another gentleman after we cut that podcast and uh, i kind of said that and then he was like oh yeah you remember at the easy rider show where we got tipped off uh, a, a girlfriend of another guy came up to us and said hey your buddy is being watched and broke it down to us that that this guy is being watched and i was thinking to myself well once again a lot of people didn't know what i was doing so they're giving me a tip, like, "Hey, you better stay away from that guy. He's being watched." Oh, I see. And I'm thinking to myself, "Well, if he's being watched, there's a good chance I am." And then we got then we had the Larry scare, Larry Flint Jr.
2: Larry yeah. Flint Jr. <laughs> Larry Flint Jr. So happens.
1: I mean, he's he lived locally. We, yeah, yeah, he was out there near near your neck of the woods. The old, I do uh, believe Galena. I do believe, and I knew Something. him uh, through high school friends. He was up there at the the, the Big Walnut. And I was at Westville South and I, and I knew people there but needless to say there was a situation involving all of this that we had what we called the Larry Scare. And once again everything got shut down for a couple of days. I don't even think I don't think the Larry Scare went that far. Right. It just was like
0: yeah. So Larry gets tipped off, somebody tells somebody something at the So what gets shut down? I mean you got
2: I mean you got a garden in your basement, right?
0: Yeah, a greenhouse in his
2: basement. You yeah. Got a full basement I mean, how do you shut that down? Yeah, you
1: shut it down. You, you either find, rip, the,
2: rip the plants out.
1: You can do that, or you find somebody that'll take them and store them for you that you think right. is safe, or you, put them in you,
2: pots you, or something.
1: You just you just shut it down, hmm. and then once you sh- once you shut it down, that's going to disrupt a lot. That's going to because you're shutting down your babies, what you're blooming the whole nine years. Right, the right. whole rhythm is out. No, the whole right. rhythm's out. You're going to go a couple months off where you're going to hmm. be down.
0: So that's costly. Yes. So it's darn the feds are, I know. The feds are in there and hopefully somebody's listened to me and they haven't made the dumb statements of the company. But like I say,
1: they're grabbing photo albums. They they're, have they're Shorty's phone. Stuff. They have my phone. They're downloading all the, we didn't get our phones back for weeks. Hmm. You know, they took our computers. They took they you know, they are they are loading up. They're they are they're they're they pulling everything out of the house. You know, I mean as much evidence as they all, all paperwork. They're 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 pulling business papers. They're pulling you know all kinds of information, anything. Man. Filing cabinets. They took all of our filing cabinets out. They they took everything out. They took it down. They're they're going through the numbers, and then they're asking to, you know, looking through the phone like who's Stinky, and I'm like it's yeah, Stinky, <laughs> and they're like they're like who is it? I'm like Stinky. They're like what's his real name? and i'm like I, I don't know now this wasn't a lie
0: yeah that probably is. and true,
1: this yeah. has been brought up before too i have met people with nicknames throughout my life that i've known for years eight years plus ten years whatever and somebody will be like well what's their real name and i will say i don't know I'm like what do you mean you've known the guy you've known him forever how, how do you not know i was like i don't know well, i was introduced to him this is the name i got and uh I, i'm, I'm kind of like that uh, in life. People kind of like to pick too much into your private uh, behind. Yeah. If you yeah. want to introduce yourself to me as Stinky, you're Stinky. What's up, Stinky? Yeah. and we'll just leave it at that. Stinky McStinkerson. Sometimes though, sometimes I have to give you a nickname <laughs> to the nickname. Yeah, but uh, so they were like, "Well, who is it?" And I just was like, "That's who it is. That's Stinky."
2: stinky. I don't know. He we went to a Laker game. <laughs> yeah. no, that wasn't a story to Who's <laughs> <laughs> Stinky?
1: Stinky went was to a Laker game at once. the Laker game.
2: Yeah.
0: So. Now you got a lawyer, and this is sort of what, Jeff. We got we to tell what we do because we get somebody like Shorty calling. I got a dude sitting in Butler County. What are we going to do about it? And you know, we how many dope federal more federal dope cases I can count? Probably several. Uh, enough to sort of know that <clears throat> you end up. This is I'll give you the spiel that Shorty probably got. This is what clients get here, and I don't know what other lawyers tell their clients, but I'll tell you what I tell them. It's like, all right, you got a federal dope case. You probably are facing a mountain of evidence if they went in like this to multiple houses at the same time and they have probably taken the last year or so, six months to a year, maybe longer.
1: I actually Googled it and, and there's still articles that are out there and it was just, just shy of, of of two years. Of two years. Mm. Just That's like long like literally like two, three months shy of two years before they took the investigation to the grand jury. Yeah.
2: And keep in mind, they're watching crimes happen. They're watching crimes oh, happen that they I, can I, arrest I, you for, but they're just saying, yeah, just put that on the list. Put check, it on the list. Check, put it on check. the list. Oh,
1: at the, at the bar yeah. Slapsies, I talked about that where a group of us would meet up. We saw – there were people that we hung out with that are undercover that were in – they were there. They were hanging out with us. They were in groups riding motorbikes with us. Yep. They were right there. They were – it was like a couple of gentlemen, when you saw them – now i know people feel betrayed by me yeah when i saw them and it's like this really it's like you were there you 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 know i thought you were none of us, buddy yeah. i thought you were you know they were there they they uh, you know in the discovery package there ci pulled somebody over just as they left that bar yeah and just yeah. It's, they were they they saw the whole thing going
0: on yeah and it usually starts as i it, like people are like, i don't know I, I, who's the snitch, right? It's like yeah. somebody got caught yeah. doing something, usually trivial, and it gets, starts to go up the river. And almost everybody has the same response to that is, nah, no way. It couldn't be him or no way. It couldn't be him. And usually what I can do is I, I listen to the tale, so to speak, of what has happened in the person's world. And I can almost always pick who it is, right? It's like, that's your guy. Mm-hmm. That's your guy. And they're like, ah, oh, never, man, never. Like, that's your guy. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: when when they had us and they took us down to their offices, before we got put into holding in the court building, they'd take you to the DEA office. And so literally we were kind of being locked into – I mean, they were holding rooms, but they weren't like – they had doors, like wood doors, you know, and they were talking to us. And then I do believe that that's when I met Agent X.
0: Is that what, is that what we're calling him? I thought it was think, Agent
1: Orange. Agent Orange, Agent X. We'll call him Agent X. Whenever Agent X came up, he was – Ball cap on, you know. Got his it. He's dope jeans, and he's hey, what's going on, man? You know, and and then really nice guy. Really, <laughs> really, you know, was you know. But then that's whenever he's filling out the paperwork, and he's got all this together, and I'm watching what's going on. as other people are coming up and handing him things. That's when I'm like, okay, big cheese, right? So this, you got the this, goon squad. Yes, you got the goon job squad that to... are now turning over, you know, all kinds of things to him. And and they're answering to him. So I'm like, okay, Mr. Nice Guy, when you're so big, you only got to be nice.
0: That's right. Mm. <laughs> so that was him. That's Agent X. And I, I probably went through this with you. It's like, all right, everybody wants to know what's going to happen to me. How long am I going to prison? Mm. Well,
1: they're telling me that there's no way I'm getting out. Uh, I will be in for, you know, they're like seven years plus, and mm. And –
2: Seven years sounds about right.
1: That's yeah. what they were telling me. They were yeah. like, "You're, you're. This is your new home." Yeah. When they got me down to Butler, this happens like, in
0: 2009. or in 2018. They're yeah. like,
1: "You are not going to be out."
0: And what's funny is the numbers they were giving you probably. I mean, they knew they're accurate. There, there's a guideline out there, so here's let's see, we better just. say Used to be federal sentencing guidelines were absolutely categorically had to follow them, and then some case law came around and said you can't do that. Now, the federal sentencing guidelines matter, but they don't matter completely. Other things matter too. So you have the statutory minimum range of sentencing you're sitting on it ten. 10- 10 year mandatory minimum the way you were sitting
2: yes especially throw the guns
0: in and throw the guns in and other stuff now if you if you go one level lower it's like a 5 to 25 probably or something like that so it's like a 5 year mandatory minimum and if you throw the guidelines in on all of it you start talking about prior records and everything else so you got the statutory what the statute says has to happen the United States code says all right mandatory 10 all the way to life and then you have to look at the sentencing guidelines to see what the quote recommended guideline sentence would be and our job is to get around all that stuff somehow
2: man it's like put yourself in that moment you're in handcuffs you're in a dea agent's office and they're saying you're going to do a decade if not more or seven plus it's like oh man life's over yeah
1: in your mind at that point in time you're 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 just it there's no christmas party
2: yeah he's right there's no more christmas there's no christmas here's the other thing that we often tell clients when we see these federal drug cases is these aren't your local sheriff's office right. doing this investigation. They probably <laughs> did. They're getting up. this warrant. They have evidence.
1: They kept it from the sheriffs.
2: Right. They call them they, off at times. They,
1: they, they did not want them to know yeah. because they they were at the barbecue. They ate there. I became friends with them. I rode bikes with them. You know, they, they
0: did not they let want to them get know. Off. They want to tip off. Right. So. We sit down and we're thinking, how do we help this guy? What do we do? And this is the spiel I give everybody in dope cases, federal, state, mayor's court, whatever. It's mm-hmm. like there's really three point something ways you can defend these. And none of none of them are exclusive. You can do. Yeah, mix and match. You can mix and match and take one of one bucket and, and spill the other bucket into it. But it's like you, almost always in a dope case, in a drug contraband case, there is some some sort of search and seizure, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so that's number one. They've either gone into your house, they pulled your car, like Delaware, they pulled your car over, you had Mr. Search and Seizure lawyer shows up and says, you guys blew it. Bye-bye. So you throw the dope out. The idea is, if they're going to search you, they they almost always implicate, not violate, but implicate this Fourth Amendment. And if they screw that up, then we can throw the dope out of court. The judge says, you can't do this, you throw the dope out of court. So that's, that is method-
1: well, They've been pulling trash, not they, search, they, they, right? They, they, that's not they, they, they're allowed to do that. They've been pulling it, and we've talked about the volcano before, yeah. And it vaporizes the the leaf product. It's like old school vapor. When it's done, it looks exactly the same as when you put it in, except for there's no crystals on it. It's not green. It's now brown, but it didn't burn. It's not it, it. So it's still there in form. So you dump it into a basket. You dump it into a bag. And then you throw it away because there's no use to it, right?
2: Because you've taken all the they extract They had all. weighed
1: out. They had found all those bags oh. in the trash. It would keep them and weigh them out. I remember seeing on the list there, they're like, they pulled out this much weight on this date from my trash can. Pulled out this much. And I kept thinking to myself, I was like, I'm not throwing this weed away.
0: This is the difference between so um, getting laid in junior high and then doing it as an adult. It's like you get to an adult, you start taking your time right you don't you don't just get to you just don't get to the end you take your time you make sweet love you really really make sure it's done right <laughs> it's like they weren't going to just go in the first time they saw dope in your trash yeah they were going to let you do it over and over, over and boom. over and over again that way when they went to ask the judge for a search warrant the judge could say, well, it He's sounds like. He's got so much weed, he throws away like a quarter pound every month. There's mm-hmm. never going to be an argument that there's probably not weed there on Tuesday or whatever day they went in because they've been there every day of the week to make sure they don't have that argument. These feds knew how to make sweet love to this case. Yeah. right? They knew what they were doing.
2: The trash cases are interesting to me. Yeah. Because it's always like, do you, do you keep your can right up next to your house and then put a big sign on the on the in front of the can that says this is my curtilage. I have not abandoned this property. <laughs> yeah, I have until, not abandoned it.
1: You know, they showed me pieces of paper too that I don't know if they, they 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 pulled out the trash out of another house of notes that I had left. You know, like it might be a board is put over a trash can that has the water and it says food has been mixed, water, you know, do this, this, that there would be a, directions. Some, some directions yeah. for somebody to do. Yeah. And those guys would maybe throw it in the trash, and then they would pull it out of the trash. They they had yeah. these notes there that I would leave of of maintenance and things that needed to be done around the house.
0: Yeah. Right. So if the judge says, well, these trash pulls aren't good enough, look what else we have, Judge. He's left handwritten notes for us instructing the rest of the crew what to do next, right? So, And if that doesn't work.
2: Those are for tomatoes.
0: Here's the photographs of them. <laughs> Loading up the crop. I like tomato salad and I like work,
2: salad, we'll watch the Lakers. What yeah, can I, I say? Yeah,
0: I like yeah. Tomatoes and Lakers. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, we've got this directional microphone, so we're recording all their conversations while we were on the campus. <laughs> oh, today. man, that's the – is that like, your voice?
2: No, nah, man, that ain't me. Hey, me. I was talking
0: about that. I was well, that was
1: it. Whenever we started reading through it, it was like, well, this is a no-brainer. sink, all right, sink, so what's,
2: lower, what's lower right, what's right
0: the big one. Fourth Amendment, you can cross that off. All right. right?
2: So one defense is Fourth Amendment.
0: All right. Here's the other one. So we're just going to write – sometimes I just write merits on the big whiteboard for people or knowing possession. So by the merits, I mean can they prove that you did it, that you were the man or that you were the guy who either was in possession of this or tried to sell it? Most of the time with dope cases – on trafficking, it's like, yeah, I mean, if they catch you red-handed doing direct sales, it's tough to take that one on. So we would run into that where maybe it's in a garage that you have rented and they don't have the question. For the was,
1: amount of time they followed me, they had to be aggravated that they never once got a transaction with me. Not a one. Not a one. And I told them that they wouldn't have that. I was like, you. I was like, cause they like, we've got you selling. I said, no, you don't. I said, I know you don't. Unless you, unless you got everything I traded for it documented, yeah. Another, another. I mean, I might be going too far forward, but the characters that were in play in this, this, this scenario, we all had jobs. Right. We all, you know, I mean, there, there was not well, that was the bill rule. That was, right? I mean, we we yeah, everybody, you know, I mean, nobody was just doing that, and everybody was had jobs. You go mow your tax, grass. We you were, we, get were mail. we were we were yeah being productive to society. And I think that's, I'll let you continue on. No, no, well, the, well, the
2: possession big difference, the, the most basic way I usually break down possession for people. It usually doesn't come up in these cases. As Steve said, I usually break it down. Like, let's imagine you're rolling around in your caddy with your buddy and you got a full car and the cops pull you over and your buddy's got weed. You don't know he has weed because I'm just going to jam it in Jared's seat here. The heck with that. This is the Peter and then they Brady find it exactly. and they go, yeah.
0: And you go, well, I didn't know that was there. Was it Greg Brady or Peter Brady? I don't remember. We're, I do not want remember I was, to talk about Brady, the, Brady Bunch found, was a little out of my... They found cigarettes in his coat pocket and he had switched coats with uh, no. his buddy. It cigarettes turns out one, he wasn't lying.
2: Cigarettes are one thing. A big bunch of boing weed plants out, out of the, out, the right, trunk right, wrong, is something right.
0: different. <laughs> so you've got the, you've got this sort of the second, maybe they can't prove their case. Maybe they couldn't prove that you guys were growing all this weed even though they had this mountain of... So that's you cross that off. That's easy. And you get to this third thing that nobody likes to hear. Nope. Nobody wants to hear And
2: everybody raps about and sings about and says, don't ever do that.
0: Don't be a rat.
2: Don't be a snitch.
0: Yep. But almost always in these federal cases, there is a snitch that started the ball down the hill, right? Otherwise, they wouldn't have had all this to begin with. I mean, it's like <clears throat> almost always there's a snitch.
1: I know who the number one was. Like I would said before, we've read through it.
2: Right. Yeah. And you could I, figure I can figure it, bring out. it I, I, Here's my take in, on in this.
1: In my opinion, my opinion from, from my own reading through there was, was a gentleman that worked for me and he worked for me for a number of years just at, at the restaurant and he was not involved. He heard the chat in but he heard the chatter. He was yeah. around for the chatter and he put himself in a situation and, uh, then so he had somebody with close, close yeah. chatter. Yeah.
0: So that he went through, it. he got caught doing something. He went through the same criteria. Well, well here's my take on that. Sometimes people won't
2: snitch. There are. We have met the client that says, that's just not me. If I got to do, you know, 20, 30 years, I'll go do it. But most of the time, everybody will say they won't snitch until they're staring at a DEA agent
0: uh, in federal court. Well,
1: because well, the investigation started local. Yeah. You know, it's, it started in a county.
0: Yeah.
1: And then their investigation opened up another county which their investigation opened up another county. So now we're in over three counties, which then they turned it over to the federal task, to, force. To the federal task force. So then they started their own to, to, to roll with it there. So,
0: yeah, I mean, this got big fast and it looked bigger than maybe it, you guys felt that it was, but you know, it's interesting snitches. Bill Meeks, when I first started working for him, I learned this from him. He, he worked with another lawyer named Paul Cassidy and the, the, the tale around town is true they wouldn't represent snitches if you're going to be a snitch go somewhere else they just wouldn't do it and yeah they just didn't morally ethically or professionally believe in it if, screw you you want to snitch you go somewhere i'm not going to be your lawyer look no no offense dude but bye bye back then did you get sentencing reductions for snitching and cooperating yeah of course okay but here's the and difference. really the game plan was don't do it there were two big differences i
1: didn't hard. i i was like I, I told steve i was like i'm not talking to anybody about anything right i was like i'm not doing it you know i i remember talking with him being like can't we go to trial and he was like for what
0: <laughs> right for what? yeah we can go to trial <laughs> yeah
2: it's like we can go to trial in my
1: mind i was like can't we just show that this isn't all that i do that this isn't this yeah. isn't just what I do yeah. here, and
2: I threw a that, few Christmas that, that, parties, watched yes. a couple Laker games. That's, I mean, come on,
1: the, yeah, come on! That's yeah. where I was like, I was it's like, to garden. I was like, if they did a really good investigation, they would know, right?
2: Come on, but try a piece of this brisket. <laughs> here, taste this.
1: Here, here taste this. <laughs> <That's> right, <laughs> I got some tasty. Well, two yeah.
0: two things happened back in the day for Meeks and Paul Casti that that really changed the landscape across the country. The first one. Forfeiture laws. Hmm. All of a sudden, nobody had any money to hire a guy like this ah. nice because the government was taking it all. It give used to be criminal defense attorneys' a bad name here. I mean, I've heard stories about judges ordering money over to the lawyers that was clearly drug money. See, we can't do that now. We're not allowed to take any dope money, so it's like it, it, it changed the landscape of what we do. And then the second thing that put the nail in the coffin—I don't know what the order is—is is this. We already talked about the federal sentencing guidelines, hmm. Nancy and Ronnie saying, let's get tough on drugs, the war on drugs. And what happened is if you got caught with dope, with Coke, like down in Miami, I know Meeks used to talk about going down to Miami and defend cocaine cases and other stuff. All of a sudden, if you got convicted, it's life. Or if you got convicted it's the the punishment is just this overwhelming. Yeah. And you had back in those days still some some judges who grew up in this what was it, the burger court, where also you had this whole string of really favorable liberal, I guess, interpretations of the Fourth Amendment and Miranda yeah. and all this stuff. And they were still around. So even if you got convicted, they weren't such har- they weren't so harsh necessarily. And then it all changed. And I've, I, used to, I used to listen to Bill tell this. I wasn't around for any of it. But it was. Uh, We're on drugs. All of a sudden, if you got convicted, like in your case, Jared, it's like astronomical numbers. If you get convicted, you're like, what's going to happen? I'm like, I can't, I, I, I got to sharpen my pencil because it's huge. I mean, it is overwhelming because what they do is they weigh all the drugs, not only that they found, they weigh all the drugs. Then they start converting all the cash to drugs using. X dollars per pound, and then they start listening to all the other snitches who said he's been doing this for a decade at approximately X pounds per day or per month.
1: They had a couple different CSIs stating what I was turning, what it was, what was coming in, how much was being made.
0: Yeah, CI's that's confidential informant.
1: Yes, they uh, and we read that and we saw that there. But then I remember telling you at one point I was like, "Who, who do I tell on?" I mean, would you? <laughs> I, I, I can't. It's like I don't want to be a snitch. And I can't be one.
0: Right, because you didn't know anybody that they didn't already know about. I was, I was
1: like, I'm at a dead draw here.
0: That was the interesting part of this case. And there's cases like this. It's like it wasn't what everybody thought it was. And maybe it wasn't what they wanted it to be either. I mean, it, it wasn't, wasn't like this international thing that was going on. It was just a bunch of dudes hanging out here in central Ohio who got really good at growing pot and using it and and, and dealing with it. Right. I mean, that was it. But it was pretty well contained.
1: They may have kept going with it if it wasn't for the accident on their investigation, because they were there. They were, they were, they they knew about the accident. They were there. I don't know if I, we can read through that they were physically there, but they may have been. The ambulance got there in no time. You're talking about your motorcycle, nice motorcycle yeah, accident. Yeah. So during the motorcycle accident, the investigation was on.
0: Oh, game on, right? Oh, it, man, was, man. it was. It
1: yeah. was on. So they knew about that, and they here they go. It Kingpin it just
0: went down. Right. So we start talking about snitching, and here's here's the interesting thing: is that like, you could, I guess, the the takeaway from this is, let's say you don't want to be a snitch. Let me finish it. Well, there's a three point something. I'll give you that part of it. No, I I call it the fourth now, but it's the fourth. I think we're going to say the same thing. And it's like, all right, you're not going to snitch, or you got nobody to snitch on. And then we got to get to number four, which is we just got to go in there and beg for mercy man you just got to go you just got to go throw your character up there and say this is the good guy he's going to he, this is he's got other redeeming qualities we're going to beg for mercy mitigation now let's say that you've got a marginal your case wasn't like this but let's say there's a question about their search because the stop was hokey like your Delaware case and maybe they don't have you necessarily there but they think they can put you there so the merits of the case you might have something to talk about Um, So we can throw those two things into the fourth category and say, look, your case is a little dicey anyway. Let's cut them a break here, cut them a break there. So you didn't have any of those first two. They had you cold.
1: I remember as well when you sat down and you were like, well, this is what they have right now. Because I always wanted to know what I was being charged with. And you're like, this is what we have right now. I'm like, what do you mean right now? And you're like, well, there's more to come. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, what do you mean there's more to come? He's like, well, there's there's more to come, more which to come. I would come down. That's the horrible feelings. Jared needs you to come down. We have a meeting. Right. Well, we got this now. They just added this. They're at, and you, the, evidence the, starts the tripping, quieter yeah. you are, the more these files start to fill up.
0: Yep. The, so what we do, I mean – we got all those things. I probably went over some version of that with you back then. And, and Jeff, you, you've seen me give this speech, but I, they don't teach us. We just—I just made it up over the years. Yeah. So I need to know the Fourth Amendment is clean. I need to know they can prove their case. If you are willing to snitch, at least I need to know that's an option. And then I need to know if you're a halfway decent dude, we got something to work with, or you're a no good, rotten asshole that they hate and they've hated for years. I mean, that's sort of the checklist we go through. Absolutely. And then I pick up. <clears throat> I pick up the phone. I call Mister Assistant United States Attorney, and I say. Hello, I represent Mr. Blinsky or Mr. Jones or whoever it is. Oh, you got him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's this silence. Mm. All right. Is there anything you can tell me about this that I should know about? Well, you know, we're still counting. Mm. And what's he telling me? They're still counting how high the guidelines are going to go up or how much dope they're really going to put on you because they're still doing an investigation. Yeah. And that was the more to come, right? That's like the more people – the more the rest of everybody starts to provide information, the higher the numbers go up. And we've sort of got a handshake roll around here. It's like, all right, stop counting. I'm bringing them in. Or, all right, let me know when you're done. This guy ain't talking. And that's sort of what – that's sort of like – Maybe an oversimplified version of what yeah. somebody in your shoes would look at if they talked to a lawyer who really understands somebody's really to be honest. Well,
2: I think what the layperson needs to understand, I think we've talked about this before, but just to reiterate it, it's like they don't have to have the drugs. they don't have to catch you with yeah, this no, stuff. No. If they have somebody that comes into court and says, "Yeah, on this day he sent me or he gave me a you know a Tupperware full of marijuana." You might as well have it sitting well, there in they court. Have
1: photos of me in a Lakers jersey. It, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. they so. they they they, they've, they they had built it, and at one point, you were like, "This is the route everybody's going to take." Somebody's probably already taken it, Jared. Right. You're like, J- just just so you know. Yeah. It's the, the it's it's already been taken. But it's a and weird that's thing. That's when I came to him. I was like, I don't have I I don't have anything to say. I don't have anybody to tell on. Yeah. And he was like. We have to go in and tell them your story. So
0: what does that mean? We're going to have to wait for part two. See what mm. I did just there? Mm-hmm. So what we've talked about is the defense begins. Mm. The defense begins here at lawyer talk. Belinsky chron- Blinsky chronicles off the record, but on the air. This is part one. The defense begins. We had to go tell them your story. It gets good. Tune in next time. This is Lawyer Talk off the record, but subscribe, on the air. download, subscribe. Yeah, you can do that, right? You can. They just subscribe, and you
2: get an alert. It'll automatically download on your phone when the next Blinsky Chronicles up.
0: It pops right up. And I'm been Show trying in to keep it active
2: on the Facebook and Instagram, so you know when it's coming.
0: Hashtag the shit out of this thing, man. Just call off work, man. Just just binge it. All right, off the record, but on the air, in the Blinsky Chronicles as they continue until now.